right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean Superman King. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Yeah, today, Sean, we're going to be talking about the Man of Steel himself, the last son of Krypton. Uh, what's what's some of his <laughs> other nicknames? Big Blue, Man the of Big Steel. Blue Boy Scout. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's mother loving Superman, baby. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we um, last week we we talked about what did we talk about last week? Last week we talked about, I don't even remember. What even happened last week? It was something about DC. It was what DC was doing wrong. Right, yeah, it was what DC was doing wrong. Uh, so keeping rolling with this DC train. I don't know how to couldn't remember what we talked about last week. But keeping rolling with this DC train. It feels train. like it was longer ago, but it was only a it week does. ago. It was only a week ago. Um, I, I mean, I think in that episode, though, we kind of discovered that one of the issues that DC has is kind of their portrayal of characters. And this whole, like, darker tone that they're going with including and almost mostly with superman bing is how he should be the most optimistic kind of like symbol of hope and they just kind of they kind of don't really do him justice in that terms you know so i feel like we should we should briefly hit on brightburn Oh, I already had it on the list. Oh, you had it on the I list. Had it on the list. Look at me jumping all over the place. Yeah, calm down. I got it. All Don't right. worry about it. I was just, I was just getting Nancy over here. Move as fast as <laughs> Superman over there. Relax. Um, so yeah, I mean this this episode was kind of inspired by uh, Brightburn. Um, so we we wanted to talk kind of more of the darker uh, versions of Superman, and um, and I yeah. mean the the, the crazy thing about versions it, yeah. slash Elseworlds. Yeah, and the thing about it is, like, again, DC is going with this this darker tone of, like, their characters, which it's not terrible. I mean, it's not a terrible idea, at least, but they're not even doing that justice. You know, there are some good versions of Superman that are darker, that are more kind of like a like a dick, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they, they can't even, like, get that right. Like, they should be taking inspiration from at least the good ones, you know? So, yeah, so we saw Brightburn, which was um it was garbage yeah it was shit you just say it it was produced by james gunn who was also um, garbage <laughs> okay <laughs> but in his description of the movie he kind of straight up said that it's basically superman but if superman snapped so that's kind of yeah where we are you know um and yeah, that's pretty and much what the movie seemed was like a cool idea and like a great premise and um, that movie was just crap, though. Yeah, no, it was just. It, it could have been good. It had a lot of potential. It did, and again, it's it's not like this is uncommon. Like we've we've seen this before, um, but basically, if you haven't seen Brightburn, and I, we know that the movies come out like what over a month ago at this point, a month ago, something like that. I think it's um, only been like two weeks. Really? Yeah, I feel like it's been longer than that. Has it been? Like two, maybe three. It's been at least three weeks. Okay, at I least three weeks. So. We forgot about it very quickly. It's, it's the point <laughs> of this because it was a shit movie. Uh, but yeah, it was just, it was a kid. Spoilers for Brightburn if you haven't seen it. Don't see it. It's not worth the money. 
But it's basically this kid who crash lands on Earth in a spaceship on a farm with these people who are really trying to have a kid. And then they're, they this baby pops up and they're like, we're going to raise this child as our own. And we don't know anything about him or where he comes from or what he does, but we're going to raise him and he's going to be fine. And instead of him growing up to like believe in truth, justice in the American way, when he's like fucking, what is he like? 12. Yeah. He's just like 10, but yeah, somewhere yeah, around 10 to 12 range. He just like loses it. And it, it turns out that he was actually uh, a weapon that was sent to, it, I think that's what it was. Right. He yeah, was like a I mean, weapon was, that was sent to Earth, and he, he was kept like getting pre-programmed. Like, this message, like beam to him to be like take over the world. Yeah, he was like pre-programmed to like take over the world. He was like they 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 programmed this as he's like the superior being and he should rule it or whatever. So when he turns a certain age, it's, it's almost like I guess when he hits puberty, um, that kind of kicks in, and he's like he just That's becomes insane. real twisted. There is some real things quick. that. Like, one thing I did like that they did is, like, the dad, like, at one point was like, man, we just freaking took this kid out of a field off of a spaceship. Like, that was freaking crazy. What are we thinking? Yeah. Yeah. The dad at least had common sense. He was like, look, let's be honest here, hon. We don't know what the fuck he is, where the fuck he came from. He's never sick. Yeah, he's never sick. I've never seen him bleed. Yeah. (laughs) He was, like, straight up, like, dude. Like I mean, he's that's clearly like a not a reaction kid. to it. So yeah, it like, is. Like, I love that. Like, cause like you think of like Jonathan Kent never had that reaction. Like, like ah, oh, it's perfectly normal that he never gets sick or doesn't bleed. Yeah, he's a kid. Every kid gets sick. Like, yeah. twice a month. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, they get sick all the time. Uh, so yeah, he he just snaps and uh, uh, starts killing everybody. Starts just murdering everybody. He just doesn't care. He's like obsessed with the little his girl, mom. and then the, kills the little girl's mom, but then doesn't go see the little girl again, which yeah. is kind of a gaping hole in that movie. Yeah, oh, there's so many gaping holes in that movie. Look, the the one th- the one small thing I could give this movie is that the the kind of gore that it had surprised me a bit. Not saying yeah. that it was good, it just it surprised crazily me. Crazily gruesome. Yeah, it just, I was like, huh, I wasn't expecting that. There's a particular scene where he's um, trying to kill his uncle, or his uncle, I don't know. I think it's his uncle by marriage. And uh, Yeah, it was uncle by marriage. Yeah, and I, lo- I like that scene because that dude was hilarious. He was like, <laughs> he, he like took off in the car. And then the kid like popped up in front of him on the road, and he's like, "Oh hell no!" And he like tries to take <laughs> off. <laughs> he's yeah. like, "Fuck this!" It's like, nope. Not yeah, his doing car, this. yeah, his car like stops, and he's like, "Uh uh-uh. uh, uh uh, nope, <laughs> nope, I'm not doing it. Nope, start, let's go." And the kid grabs the car from the back and like picks it up off the ground and just drops it, and it goes down like nose first, and the uncle's face like hits the steering wheel or did he already rip the steering wheel off no i think he rips the steering wheel yeah like so his jaw gets ripped on the steering wheel. oh yeah so like yeah he like hits the steering wheel and yeah because like, i remember his thinking, whole like, seatbelt yeah his whole lower jaw just becomes detached from his face and he's still alive which is what I was most surprised about because yeah. you just see him look up, like move his head, and then his jaw just like falls. I'm like, oh shit, I wasn't expecting that. And he's like choking on his own blood. Yeah, and, and then he like and, grabs like, his jaw and puts it back, and I'm like, there's no, 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 no. <laughs> 
and he he ultimately dies. But I was like, wow, that was pretty pretty intense. And then when he snaps the girl's wrist, like, yeah, I knew he was gonna like squeeze her hand, but he like squeezed her hand and then snapped her wrist too. And I was like, jeez, this, <laughs> this kid's real messed up, isn't he? Yep. So yeah, then the dad tries to kill him in the forest, and that doesn't work out so well for him. Nope. So he laser visions right off his yeah, head. Yeah, he laser visions his face to mush, and then he grabs his mom and flies her up above the clouds and drops her. Roll credits. Yeah, roll credits. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a one because I guess could we give zero? Yeah, why not? <laughs> that's that's the, that's the key to our zero rating system. No one else allows you to give a zero, but we're gonna, we're gonna give, give a zero. zero. God damn it. That movie was a zero. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Don't zero Supermans at a yeah out of it was, five. It was real bad. God, don't see it. All right, anyways, let's yeah. talk about something better. <laughs> so anyway, some of the stories they could have took better inspiration from and done a better job if if that uh, if DC adapts them, you know. Um, so we read a couple stories. We did, and uh, we just have some other ones we're gonna talk about. You want to go first and. Talk about what you read, and I can talk about what I read. Yeah, you know, I read two comics. Uh, I read Justice League, Gods and Monsters, Superman. So the, the story is, was basically all Superman, even though it was a Justice League title. Um, so basically, uh, the idea here is it's, it's not your typical Clark Kent Superman. This is actually uh, like a what-if uh, Zod's son landed. Um, and he didn't land in Kansas. He actually landed in Mexico. So his name wasn't Clark Kent. It was Herman. I don't know. They didn't even say his last name in the comic book. But okay. it was kind of cool and unique to do the story, right? And so this is actually, this character exists, but this comic book was kind of based on an alternate version of the Bruce Tim universe, so like the typical DC universe that I'm always talking about, the animated series right, universe. Yeah, yeah. So um, what first I like discovered this character was in like had an animated movie, right? And that gave him the more that's Zod's son origin to it. This book was more of like seeing him grow up, so right. So he lands in Mexico, and then at, at like the age of like ten, he goes uh, to America, and they're him and his older sister and his two parents are chasing the American dream, and they're working, you know, in a farm and. Basically, they're working for like next to nothing. They're like practically slaves, and he's about the American dream. Yeah, but the dad's constantly talking about you know we're here in America to get the American dream. White picket fence, the two point five children, the dog. Right. Yeah. So he's like in the fields, and they're like going, and like the planes driving by that drop the pesticides because the owner doesn't care about like his workers whatsoever. He's like forget them. Like all he cares about the plants, and like her mind's like fed up with this and he's he has his powers already so he just like blows all the pesticides away and his parents are like getting all like upset like you gotta like they tell him that he's like you know he's an angel he's a gift from god Mm. but the world's not ready for him yet so don't show your powers so kind of similar to what we've seen yeah like a man of steel very similar you're a gift from god but don't use those powers there is definitely a big like a religious kind of aspect to like you're from the heavens and all this stuff. Yeah, this. which it always kind of is surrounding Superman, I think. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, he uh, it's kind of hitting this point where like I can do, you know, 
all the work in one night that like it would take you guys months to do. And then he does like he does a whole bunch of like the yard work and like he does it like during the night where none of the workers can see and all the workers are happy because all their like work is done and everything. And he's like hanging out with his sister. His sister's two years older. But so what's cool about the story, too, is the sister is narrating the story. Oh, okay. so she's talking about how like she's uh, I was her his older sister, but I always looked up to him and. Uh, he changed on this like one certain day and there's like this like thing where like he didn't have fear because what could he possibly fear right like, yeah, yeah yeah he has all these powers he, and he didn't understand why other people even had fear so he knew his sister was afraid of climbing up heights and he like flew on top of the tree and was like come up here come up the tree and so she does and then he like claps to mess with her just to move the tree but he claps so hard and knocks her off the tree and Ooh. she like gets paralyzed from the waist down shit yeah. Really? Jeez. So after that, he's afraid to use his powers. How old was he when that happened? He's like 10. Okay, so he, he didn't have the control or the reflexes yet to like catch catch her before she hit the ground. Yeah, and that's what's crazy too is like she was saying that she's narrating. She's like, I, kn- I knew I could climb up this tree because I knew my brother wouldn't let anything happen to me, but he wasn't able to catch her. Jeez. Yeah, I know. That's rough. All right. So, yeah. So anyways, it kind of fast forwards until he's like 18-ish. And he doesn't use his powers anymore. And, like, uh, people are always kind of, like, trying to pick on him a little bit. Like, he's, like, walking and, like, people are calling him racial slurs and saying he's taking jobs from, like, Americans. This one guy straight up throws a beer bottle at the back of his head. So does he look, uh, like, Hispanic? Yeah. Okay. Uh, And he just doesn't do anything. Um, And then eventually somebody picks a fight with him and he loses control. And he heat vicious him in the face. Jeez. Yeah. Bright burn. Bright burned. Um, and then so the police and everybody come after him and be like, I don't know how he killed that guy, but like, like we're going to take care of this. And like his parents are like outside, but like, no, it was a mistake. Like, please don't, please just walk away. Like he didn't mean for this to happen. And like her man or Superman, whatever you want to call him, comes out and he's like, I'll take care of this. And I'm like begging him not to. And he's like, no, like these people are never going to learn. This is like the American dream that you want. We work so hard every day. And then these people are going to come. So then he just like knocks the floor with all these characters, all these like cops that are trying to get him. Just like knocks them around like they're nothing. Of course. That's and then uh, he's like about to start killing people. And it's just like, please, I beg you to stop. And he stops and he's like, I can't be here anymore. Um, and his dad like yells at him and tells him to leave. Like he's disrespected his home. And so he flies away. So he's gone for like 10 years or something like that. Like he leaves his family and he's still not Superman. He's just kind of going around and enjoying life and booze and women. Yeah. And it talks about how he drinks all the time, but he can't get drunk. And so he just gets angry because you know, he's got, (laughs) so yeah. So anyways, he eventually visits Mexico again and he's like, uh, this is the draw cartel in there and everything. And he's in a bar and like, he hears an explosion and this guy, the cartel are kidnapping children. And he like sees like the news and the little girl and the little girl reminds him of his sister. So he's like enough of this. So he flies into like the jungle where the cartel is and just freaking knocking people and using his heat vision and like killing people. And it's like Jeez. insane. And he's like, I'll stop. So you tell me where the children are brings the children back. He goes and uh, sees his um, family again. He's like, it's time for me to go home. His mom died already. He missed his mom. But Jeez. like, 
his mom like died like four months earlier, but they weren't able to get a contact of him. His sister's like married now, uh, but she's still like really struggling. But she's like, I always knew that you would come back and you would do what would be needed. And he's like, you think of me as like a hero? She's like, no, I think of you as like my brother. And so then he goes and like gets like the leader of the drug cartel and like fucking and like basically brings him to justice. And that's how the whole thing ends. Wow. Yeah, it was a pretty cool story. Yeah, it seems it's, like it. He's just like it's cool to see a Superman that doesn't hold back to like ah, I'm gonna knock these people on their ass. Yeah. But you get the kind of like the more struggle that he had growing up and you know how things could be different. So the other start, dude, you want? No, 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 go ahead. So I also read Injustice, which Correct. I know you've played the video game. Correct. Yeah. So I only know I've never read the comic book, but I know the story from playing the storyline of the video game. Right. Which is pretty solid. I mean, it's it's a it's a good story. So, oh yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, it's real good. And I haven't read all of it, but I've read the first fifteen chapters, which is the beginning basically of the story. Right. So uh, the story goes like this, right? So we got a. Uh, the story actually starts with Batman talking about what happened five years previously. So we get uh, a beginning of Superman, and he's laying in bed with Lois, and he's he wakes up and he's all excited because he hears two heartbeats. Uh, oh, and then yeah. that moment he realizes that Lois is that pregnant. It's little things like that that make you just be like, that's some crazy yeah, shit. Like, wow. Like, to have some kind of power like that, is, that's unbelievable, man. I'd be like, oh, it's wait. Crazy. I don't just hear, that's not just Lois's heartbeat. That's another heartbeat. Like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, she's probably pregnant. Like, that. yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy because so then he goes into like this like straight moment where he's like, okay, like I gotta make sure like she's safe and like protect her from everything. And he's like, maybe Metropolis is too like too dangerous. Like maybe we should get you to move to Smallville and you'll be safer there. And Lois is pretty much like, yeah, I'm not gonna like be hiding for the next nine months like while you're out here doing what you do. Like I'm gonna continue doing what I do. So they she gets an anonymous call about like some like sketchy deal that's gonna be going down some payoff. Um, and so she's going to go and like, you know, investigate, report it. Right. She's going there with, uh, you know, Lane, Jimmy Olsen. world's greatest reporter. Right. Um, collects like, or Superman's like, you know, I'm going to worry about you. And she's like, yeah, I expect you to. If only there was somebody that can always keep an eye on me from like, you know, pretty much wherever they are in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, hilarious the story goes on and. Batman's in Metropolis and he's inve- investigating something and Superman's like, you know, why don't you tell, call me and tell me you're here? Because they're like, you can tell they're like super close friends already in this story, like yeah. in this world. And then uh, he's like, when you're done like knocking these like thugs out, he's like, meet me on top of the building. So he just like leaves Batman to like take care of the rest of these people instead of helping. What a dick. I know, right? <laughs> so then he goes up. I'm and like, come like, on, talking. bro. We could have, you, yeah, you, this could have been over already. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, so he goes up there and he's like, I got great news. And Batman's like, Lois is pregnant. And he's like, how could you possibly know that? He's like, your uh, pupils are dilated. You're sweating. He's like, the only other time, which means you're nervous. The only other time I've seen you like that is when Doomsday was here. And he was like, I'm pretty sure Doomsday is in here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then... uh He's basically asked Batman right then and there to be the... He's like, we want you to be Godfather. Oh, look at that. And it's cool because you see like Batman have like a little bit of a smirk. Like he doesn't ever smile, but like this kind of made him smile. Yeah. Nice. 
Uh, so moving on, Batman's like investigating in the, no, sorry, the panel switches and we see Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen and being like, oh, they're late. Like this deal, who's late to their own like money drop deal. And then you see a bullet go straight through the camera and kills Jimmy Olsen. Jeez. And then it's the Joker and he kidnaps uh, Lois Lane. Um, later on you get Batman in there and he's kind of like investigating figured out what it was taking and then like the doctors are saying that uh here at star labs what was going on is they were doing experiments with kryptonite uh because they were trying to see if it was could be more used for other things other than just hurting superman so could it be an energy source could it like cure diseases like what other things could this you know meat or rock be used for yeah um Batman that's basically that's, a, that's an interesting idea. question though i never thought about that yeah if it could be i mean used that's, for that's other all things. they ever really use it for is like this is the one thing that could probably at least slow down Superman if we need to, but no one ever is like looking for alternate. Hey, things. you know, instead of trying to kill the guy who constantly saves our lives, why don't we use this for something else? We could maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. All right. It's got all these like radiation things coming off it. It's got to have some type of energy. Some type of whatever. Energy. Uh, so. Superman's freaking out because he can't actually see Lois Lane anywhere. He's asking Batman for help. Batman calls all the Justice League in and be like, we're looking for Lois Lane. Um, and they're like, why are we all looking for this random civilian? And he's like, she's one of us. And so the whole Justice League's like in Metropolis, like searching for her. And they uh, figure out that uh, a submarine has been stolen. Wonder Woman does. And then they realize that this uh the joker stole the submarine so that's where they are they also discover that there is uh the riddler has been or not the riddler the scarecrow has been killed and they take the mask off and you see like the joker smile so you know the joker killed the scarecrow yeah superman flies into the water picks up the submarine rips it open you see the joker standing over lois lane like doing surgery um holy shit and he's like, what did you do to her? And then the Joker's like, pretty much she got other worries. And he got like hit with a gas when he first walked into the submarine. Who does he see in the submarine? But Doomsday instantly becomes worried that Doomsday's in the same area with his future child and his wife. Picks Doomsday up, starts flying up the space. Meanwhile, Batman makes it to the submarine as Joker's trying to escape. The whole Justice League shows up, stops him. Be like, he keeps questioning, what are you, he's like, what did you do? What did you do? This is the part I thought was interesting. Wonder Woman was going to put the lasso of truth on the Joker. Batman stopped it, saying that he would still find some way to tell us a lie. Wow. That's insane. That is insane. I don't understand it. That's crazy. But all right. Fuck. Jesus. Don't underestimate the Joker, I guess. Right? Jeez. All right, so no lasso of truth. So does Batman think he can get the truth out of him? Then? Yeah, he just, just starts like, questioning it, and the Joker doesn't really care. Like he pretty much just tells him, he's like, "Well, I put the detonator in her, and I made it rig so when her heart stops, the detonator will go off." And like everybody's like wide eyed, like looking at him, and Batman's like, "Flash, check the submarine for the warheads." And he's like, "Yeah, the warheads are set up to blow up Metropolis as soon as her heart dies." And he's like, "Why would?" Lois Lane's heart stopped, and uh, Joker's pretty much, um, come on, Batman, you know why. 
and then Batman puts it together that what he did was he mixed the kryptonite in with Scarecrow's fear serum so it could actually be like absorbed into Superman's blood and that's why he sees Doomsday but in reality he's just flying Lois Lane up into space and killing her and his future child while instantly having the her heart stop and blowing up all of Metropolis. Wow. See, so I, I knew about the part of um, the Joker brainwashing Superman to kill Lois Lane. I knew about that part. I didn't know about the whole blowing up Metropolis part. That That's new to me. Yeah. That's crazy. Insane. He didn't just, man, as so if it wasn't moment, enough to just kill Lois and his unborn child. Like I don't think I knew that part either. I didn't know she was pregnant. I thought it was just, you know, just regular Lois, not pregnant Lois. Yeah. That's crazy. And so that's what Batman was saying. He's like, in a moment, you took this man's wife, his child, and his city. Everything, like, pretty much. Jesus. Yeah. So, Superman's obviously not in a great place. <laughs> He's like Clearly. flying Lois's like, dead body back into blown up Metropolis. The Justice League is like trying to save as many people from the wreckage and everything as they can. Um... Wonder Woman goes to see Superman and, like, basically, like, trying to console him. And he's like, where's the Joker? Um, and he starts, he's like, can you hold Lois's, like, body? Like, I'll be back soon, but I need you to hold her and, like, keep her safe. Freaking flies and takes off. Lantern catches up with them. And Lantern's, like, puts him in, like, one of his bubbles. And he's like, where are you going? He's like, where's the Joker? He's like, Batman took Joker to Arkham, I think. Um, he's like, you need to wait. We need to talk about this. And he's like, Lantern, get out of my way. Um, and he, Superman is, or Lantern's like, I can't let you do that. He's like, you have the, you think you have the most powerful weapon on like in the universe on your hand. Right. And he's like, yeah, pretty much. And he like bursts the bubble, takes the ring off him with his super speed and just let Lantern fall to the ground Jeez. catches him last second and is like stay out of my way and flies back off that i love seeing superman is i mean as great as it is to like so i mean to me like and we'll get back to your story in a hot sec here but yeah. to me one of the most compelling you know features of superman i know a lot of people think that he's boring right because he's just so good he's so pure and a lot of people think that's that's boring when you compare him to like somebody like his counterpart batman who's like very edgy always kind of like right on that cusp of like what's good and you know what's right and what's wrong and kind of walk who kind of walks that line and superman's very much just like stern set in his ways and he's like no there's there's a clear line i'm not gonna even come close to it you know but I, I think that's one of the most compelling aspects of Superman is that here's this all powerful being literally like the most almost the one of the most, if not the most powerful being in the universe, clearly on planet Earth. Right. Right. Who can't be stopped if he really wanted to. No one could stop him. He holds back constantly. But yet he has all this power. And all he wants to do is just do the right thing. When, in a moment's notice, if he wanted to, if he changed his mind for a split second, he could destroy the earth. He could do almost anything he wanted to do. But he doesn't. But it is cool. And I like that about him. I like that about him a lot. 
But it is cool to see him just go crazy sometimes yeah. and just really show us, like, look, man, like, you may think this is what it is, but trust me, like, it's not. <laughs> like, he just straight up told Greenlands, like, look, man, like, I know you think you're strong. I know you probably think you can hold me. And maybe that's because in the past a couple times you did. But let me show you something. I was holding back quite a bit. Like, <laughs> this is like breaking glass for me. Yeah, that's crazy. Go ahead. So Batman's questioning Joker. Superman just shows up, not even saying a word, just puts his fist straight through his chest. Kills the Joker. Jeez. Yeah, that part's in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. We don't need to do every year. There's a whole like Harley Quinn, which I got to say, she's pretty damn funny in this comic book. Really? Yeah. Especially considering the fact that she's mourning the fact that the Joker's dead, but she's still making some pretty funny jokes. Mm. We're going to skip ahead a little bit because it's not super important to the story. Okay. Um, Superman basically is like sitting in his fortress and he's listening to all the news and he's... um everybody's talking about how he killed the Joker and like all, uh, you know, how Metropolis was just blown up and all this stuff. And Superman basically in that moment kind of decides that like, he's like done, like not doing everything he can. He's like, I'm done. Like letting other things stand in my way. And then he flies to somewhere in the middle East. They don't really specify where, um, but he like, clearly it was a territory that he wasn't allowed into. And he's like, fuck it. I'm going in. And he's like saving all these little children. Um, he grabs the president and he like basically like was like you are. He flies into like the bad areas and shows him all the like bad things that like the president of this unnamed country is. is. And he's like, you're no leader. You're supposed to protect these people. And instead you let all this stuff happen. Uh, Wonder Woman shows up and he's like, she's like, please, like you're being recorded now. You don't want to be seen like this. He's like, no, I want to talk to the press. Wonder Woman's like, let me s- like set up a press conference for you. You can go get like, you know, shave and like fix yourself up first before you go address all these people. Yeah. It's always weird when Superman like grows facial hair. Yeah. What's the deal with that? I don't know. Like you would think he either just doesn't grow any hair at all or he grow hair at like a rapid rate. You know what I mean? I feel like he does because he had a beard and they, they also said it had been one day. <laughs> Oh really? So he was clearly growing it fast. Okay, because yeah, I always want to shave that. every like, day. Yeah, he wouldn't grow stubble like a normal man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. at least uh, I don't know. And what is he shaving with? Does he use kryptonite to shave? Does he use a kryptonite blade? Know. He uses his nails. He just fucking yeah scratches. Is his hair as strong as the and rest of him? The old Superman movies they were. I mean, it makes because they sense. have that one yeah. scene where like it's holding like a ton of weight and it's like just one strand of his hair. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so basically in this press conference, he's like, I'm putting a whole ceasefire on the whole planet. He's like, if you are doing violence, I'm coming for you. Woo! Uh, and so there's panels of him doing it. Like people like in the United States, like the United States had drones that were going to like drop missiles and he just like destroyed the drones and um he's just doesn't matter what country it is what are what they're doing he's stopping it and he is so like there's several panels of him doing it and then uh the you the president is like we can't let him do this like he can't overthrow our government and so one of like the president's guys is like comes up with this plan they're like you know what 
we can find a, there's always a way to control somebody. He's like, we'll make this happen and make sure it doesn't come back to you. So he sends Mirror Master and assassins to kidnap his parents. Big mistake. Right? Big mistake. And so he's Superman. Mirror uh, like, Master too? Mirror Master. Because basically they just hopped out of a mirror and hopped back in the mirror. Yeah. And the Mirror Master's like, you're never going to find them in a mirror. Okay. So. Uh, Logic seems flawed. Yeah. All right. I mean, Superman like flies to his house and he's like, I'm going to like rip you apart if you don't tell me where it is. And she's like, that's never going to work. He's like, this is our way of sending you a message. Like, stop what you're doing. That's enough. Um, so Superman calls the whole Justice League and the Flash is like, we can figure out where Mirror Master is. They go to Central City and they're like in that bar where all like Flash's villains hang out. <laughs> Why is that a thing? I it's don't so know. so weird. Um, and basically they like, just keep questioning people until they get somebody to tell them where Mirror Master is. And then they have another character that I'm not familiar with that can also go into dimensions. Like sure. grab him and rip him out of a mirror. And so they're holding him in between the mirrors. Like half body in the mirror, half body out. Yeah. And one of them puts the lasso and is like, tell me where they are. Um, or I'm going to shatter this mirror with you inside it. Ooh. Yeah. One woman took very little persuading to get outrageously violent in this comic book with people. <laughs> she was, was like, she was just waiting for somebody to take the first step and she yeah. was holding nothing back. I feel like Diana's always kind of on the edge there too, though. I think it's just her, her Amazonian like nature. You know what I mean? Her upbringing yeah. because she was always taught that she shouldn't interfere with man's world anyway and that they're all fucking savages. So it's like, I don't know. And I mean, she was raised to be a warrior. Unlike Superman, who was just raised to do the right thing and to do good. He just happened to have all of these powers. Wonder Woman was born with, I mean, just like Superman, she was born with the powers, but she was raised from a very early age that like, you are a warrior. Like, that's what you are. That's what you're meant to be, you know? And like, understand that like, you can't, they pretty much teach you like, she can't be challenged by any man. So like, I think once Superman tells her, like, yeah, it's okay for you to kind of let your warrior nature out. And she's like, oh, fuck. Well, let's, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. Wow. So, but that is crazy, though. It's insane. Um, Where did I leave off? Wonder Woman was going to shatter the mirror with Mirror Master halfway inside right. of it. So they tell her basically where this outrageously huge mirror is. And it's somewhere in, like, an icy area. Um, and they take like the suit off of him so Superman can wear it and go get his parents. So he goes gets his parents. Meanwhile, Batman breaks into the White House, talks to the president, and was like, you just made the dumbest mistake. He's like, you just basically got the Justice League to back up Superman. You got ready the most powerful man, now has the most powerful team, and you just made him unstoppable. So basically, That's Batman true. just came in, told the president he was an idiot. Yeah, he should have. Um, two things are simultaneously happening now. Okay. One, we're in one of the oceans, and uh, there's these fishermen straight up killing whales. Aquaman shows up and starts, like, freaking killing people because he's had it. Meanwhile, Superman flies to the Batcave, pops in on Dick and Damien doing a training simulation, which mm -hmm. is kind of a funny scene because Damien throws a baton at Nightwing and Superman catches it, and he's like, that's not very friendly of you. 
He's and they're like, is there a man here? And they're like, yeah, he's down there. And Damien's like, you can't just pop in here whenever you want. And Superman's like, yeah, I can. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it, uh, Damien? He walks down, and like he's clearly mad at Batman. He's like, my parents were missing. Where were you? Um, and Batman was pretty much like, I was busy taking care of things. He's like, they were my parents. Um, and then Batman's like, you need to stop what you're doing. And Superman like gets pissed, and he's like. You've always led by fear. No, no, no. Batman tells him, he's like, you're leading by fear. And Superman's like, that's what you do. That's what your whole thing is, is you lead. You put fear into people. Now that I'm doing it, it's not okay. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Um, and then Superman pretty much like accuses him of being angry that he killed the Joker. He's like, the Joker has killed millions. I've killed one person. You're just jealous that I killed him because you don't have your arch nemesis anymore. Oh, that's Batman's deep. like, how could you say that to me? And he's like, it's true. He's like, you've had so many opportunities to kill him and you never were willing to. Uh, you just enjoyed like the attention, like the whole thing you guys had was always weird. <laughs> um, He's like, and you're so focused on this. Like you're look at your, like you're brooding on yourself. He's like, everybody had friends in Metropolis. He's like, your kids here had friends in Metropolis, but you're not consoling them. You're letting them on their own. You're focusing on other things. Mm. Um, Batman goes punches Superman in the face and Superman's like let me see your hand Batman's like no <laughs> he's like let me see it and he does this x-ray vision he's like you got two hairline fractures so be good in about three to four weeks if you stop punching people <laughs> <laughs> which is a great thing because even through this argument they're still like yeah we're still kind of friends like let me come see this come on, on. Man. you know you hurt yourself stop playing um. Then Diana shows up to Aquaman Who's like freaking killing people Basically being like I have a ceasefire And Aquaman's like I don't care about your ceasefire That's your for the surface world I'm the king of the oceans You don't tell me what to do Fuck yeah Um. Diana's like come on Let's not do this Let's not fight And she's like reaching a hand out to him And then one of the Atlanteans Shoots Diana with like a laser Oh, and then geez. Aquaman turns around. He's like, what did you do? And he's like, she was going to put your hands on you. He's like, you fool. You just pissed off an Amazon. And like, of course, Diana's pissed. And then Diana like punches Aquaman. Big fight breaks out. Aquaman calls his reinforcements and like all the nature monsters. He's got the Kraken come out of nowhere. Freaking Captain Marvel or Shazam is like, what in the hell is that? I didn't think that was real. <laughs> <laughs> Krakens are coming out yeah. and attacking people. Um, well, as we know from the Aquaman movie, it lives in the center of the earth. Yes. That's where it is. Superman flies out, and then meanwhile, Batman's like radio connecting to Aquaman. He's like, cut it out. Like, you don't know what he'll do right now. You don't want this to happen. Cut it out. And Aquaman's being all like stubborn, like, oh, I'm a king. Yeah. Uh, Superman comes. Puts a hole in the Kraken's leg, grabs Aquaman, was like, stop this now. And he, like, stops his immediate troops. And then they start getting messages, and Aquaman's attacking, like, all over the world. He's like, what you fail to realize is, like, I have my own, like, weapons of destruction, and all your land is connected to my oceans. Like, you're not ready for this. Huh. Um, so you see, like, different panels of, like, different cities being attacked by, like, all these creatures. Superman's like, you don't know what I'm capable of. He's like, he tells 
uh, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, and Shazam to come with them. Do they do this in the game? No, none of this. That's why I'm like, what the fuck is going this on? This is a pretty good comic book. You, I can you gotta see watch that. it. I, I heard, like, I had heard that it was good, but I had no idea it went this far. Like, how you just went from Batman and Superman having a little scuffle, <laughs> a little friendly scuffle in the Batcave, to like Aquaman attacking the entire planet and like. I like fucking the oceans are my shit and I rule like 70% of this planet or whatever. Whoa, what? So they fly to Atlantis, pick it up, bring it out of the water, fly it to the middle of the Sierra Desert and put it down there. Holy shit. And Superman, so Superman, like, Wonder Woman, Shazam, and Green Lantern. And Green Lantern. Wow. So did Green Lantern just use his ring then? Yeah, I'm he was just using his ring. Yeah. So. Those are and like, there's like a panel. Geez. He's like, he's like, they'll fail soon. He's like, this city has never even seen light. Now they're in the driest place in the world. And so, and then there was like, Diana's like, Aquaman's ready to talk, and he's, she's, Superman's like, I'm at the diplomat. You go talk to him. And basically, Aquaman's <laughs> like, Yeah, I get it. You just, you guys put that back for me. <laughs> he's like, I'll stop. Um, and then he's like trying to be like friendly, but like, I've never seen Superman like this. Like, you gotta be careful. You gotta like watch him, like tell him I'm sorry about Lois. Like, I understand he's going through a hard time and Diana doesn't tell Superman any of that shit. He's just like, yeah, Aquaman said he'll stop. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So I'll leave it. I'll leave it with one final, like cool thing. Um, Superman, as he's doing all this, um, uh, Two Face goes in and is attacking like these newscasters, and he swoops in right in time to stop uh, Two Face from killing like the newscaster. Like he grabs the gun, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, we're so lucky you're here. Why are you in Gotham?" He's like, "He's like too long ahead. These maniacs have like ran free, and we've said they've needed help, and help hasn't made a difference. I'm here to like make sure these maniacs never kill anybody anymore." Uh, meanwhile, we see the Batcave again, and it's the Robin and. Damien and Robin, it's Damien and Nightwing and uh, Batman, and they're like watching this newscast. And then Batman realizes what he's gonna do. He's like, "We gotta get to Arkham now." And Damien's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Batman's basically like he's gonna take all the Arkham prisoners." And Damien's like, "Why would we stop him? Why don't we just let him? If anything, we should be going there to help him." Yeah. Um. And Batman's like, basically, like, "You're crazy." <laughs> Come on, Nightwing. We'll <laughs> leave Damien here. <laughs> I do remember from the from the game because Damian Wayne wasn't in the first one, but he is in the second one, and they it does seem like he sides with Superman, which makes sense. I mean, it makes sense for his character, you know. Yeah. What I mean, it's like Damian's always been like he's always struggled with his father's w- number one rule of like no killing, even if they're like the Joker. You know what I mean? He's like, why? Why would we not? Yeah. He was raised to like take out your enemy, regardless if they're good or bad. Like, like if they're your enemy, you take if them they're out. They're in your way, you kill them. Yeah, exactly. So now it's like here's these people who keep murdering hundreds of people. It's like why won't we just fucking kill them? Like I don't understand, pops. We should do it. So it yeah. makes sense when Superman is like, yeah, no, this is definitely how we're gonna do things from now on. He's like, oh yeah, for sure. That's what I've been telling pops all along. Like, come on, yeah. Bat Dad, get it together. Uh, so they're at Arkham. Somehow Damien beats them there. I still don't understand how. That is wild. But he gets there and he warns Superman and the Justice League that Batman's coming. 
And like Batman gets there, he's like, Damien, what are you doing? He's like, I'm standing with like the world's greatest heroes. I'm standing here with Wonder Woman and Superman. Who are you standing with? Killer Croc and the Riddler? And it's like all the like villains are like in the prisons behind him. And it's just Batman and Nightwing standing there. And he's Ooh. trying to talk him into like to stop doing this. And uh, basically they're taking him to a different prison. But Superman won't tell Batman where that is. And... Uh, Cyborg's the one opening all the doors one by one, and Batman's like, "I'm warning you, do not open one more door." And uh, Cyborg opens one, and then he hits a button on his belt, <laughs> which is electrocuting Cyborg. Jeez! And Cyborg's Batman in his continuous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cyber he like releases it, and then Cyborg's like, "You downloaded a program on me the first week you met me, then that's what it did." And that's yeah, he just freaking had a failsafe wow. for Cyborg. Uh, meanwhile, I know I skipped Harley Quinn's story, but Harley Quinn is now at Arkham. It's not really important to the story. This is the only part that's important. Is Harley Quinn gets there, but she's not locked up in Arkham, and she frees all the inmates being like, Superman's here to take you. How about you defend yourselves? So then there's a big fight between the Justice League and basically all the villains of Arkham. Wow. Um, but the important thing that happens, obviously, they get everybody and they take everybody down. But Damien's getting frustrated with Nightwing, and he throws his baton at him. And there's this whole thing that Nightwing always catches it, but in the middle of this battle, he doesn't realize it hits Nightwing in the back of the head, falls on a rock, and Nightwing dies instantly. What? Yeah. And then Batman's like, what did you do? And then he's like, you just killed my son and throws Damien away, like, off of Nightwing. And then... Uh, Superman's like, everybody get out of Batman's way. <laughs> and then, like, I love how they're equally his... like, look, man, <laughs> dude, when they're upset, it's best to just kind of steer clear. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's great. But yeah, so that, the last panel of this one is Batman holding dead Nightwing and like walking him out of Arkham Asylum. Jeez. I didn't know about that part either. I knew. You gotta read it, man. Yeah. It's an awesome story. Superman kills green arrow though right does he i think so i remember I that from the video that game i think that's what i remember from the video game that he kills green I know, arrow i know he eventually kills shazam Jeez. he like and like shazam tries to say shazam and he like blows ice into his like mouth before he can say it, and then he like freaking uses his heat vision onto his face and kills him golly yeah so the story just gets darker, basically. Yeah. That was just like the tip of the iceberg. That was That's just the beginning. That's just how that story starts. Wow. Yeah, that's insane, man. All right. Whew. Whew. That was a good story tale, though, man. Hopefully yeah, the people great. who were listening enjoyed that. All right, so my turn. I was doing it for a long time, I feel like. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was enjoyable, though, so that's good. All right, good. Um, so, I mean, you had two stories to tell, though. I just have the one. Uh, so I read Superman Red Sun, which is an else world story. So it, it's basically just kind of like a like a what if, like a it is it doesn't it's not in the main continuity of the DC universe. It's not like Earth Two or Earth Three or Earth whatever. It's just it's just an else world story where it doesn't. It's just its own self contained story of something that's different about the DC universe. And it's just like that's right. it. Um, so S- Superman Red Son. Uh, so it's, it's basically like 
a lot of a lot of the alternate versions of Superman are just either one of two things: either something dr- traumatic happened to him and he'd finally decided to kill somebody, or he landed somewhere different, right? So a big part of Superman's origin story, as most of us know, but if you don't know, he he came from he came in a spaceship from Krypton. He landed in the middle of Kansas City on the Kent's farm, and they proceeded to raise him to, you know, and they taught him all his ways, all his morals, to value human life. You can watch Marvel and see that whole thing. Yeah, to be a good person and all this other stuff. So the, the idea always is, well, what if he didn't land where he landed? Like, what if the Kent's didn't raise him? What if someone else raised him? What if he landed somewhere different, right? So this story takes place... Uh, where he landed, um, they they use they the not the excuse the reason they used is that there was a time difference. So a ship landed either, I think it was like thirteen hours earlier or thirteen hours later than what it normally does. I it was sixteen. Sixteen, whatever the time difference is. But basically, the idea is that the Earth has rotated enough where he doesn't land in Kansas. He actually lands in like Soviet Russia, like a farm on in the Ukraine. Uh, in like the 1930s so right during like the cold war and things like that and instead of being raised to be truth justice in the american way he's raised to support joseph stalin and socialism and communism and kind of believe in those kind of things so um yes so i mean this the story starts off like Basically, like I said, it's, it's the Cold War where, you know, the U.S. and, and Russia are kind of going back and forth. And Russia decides that it's the it's time for them. And Superman's already grown at this point. Like, he's already a full-fledged Superman, but they hadn't revealed him to the world yet. So instead of uh, Russia coming in and being like, hey, this is the new bomb we created or the new weapon that we have, they're just like, this is Superman. Like, this is our weapon. Like, you have nuclear warheads. We have him. Like, <laughs> he can pretty much do whatever we want him to do. He's all powerful. And, like, people have only heard stories of him up until this point. Like, they heard the bird, the plane, Superman. He can fly and, like, has super strength and heat vision. They kind of heard these stories, but no one had ever really seen him outside of Russia. So when they finally present them to the world, everybody's like, oh, shit. So now they change it from like an arms race to like a superhuman arms race. So now it's like they have one superpower and nobody else does. You know what I mean? So it's not equal anymore. They're not on equal terms. It's just like they have Superman and we have missiles, which Superman could stop. So, um at the time, you know, Lex Lex Luthor's not happy with that. Just and Lex Luthor's pretty similar in this story as he is in most Superman stories, in the sense of like he's just kind of like, here's this all powerful alien. He's not of Earth. Like, he's dangerous. He's clearly dangerous. And I am a superior being to him, despite the fact that he has all these powers. Like, I know I can take him down. I know I can beat him. And he needs to be taken down. Right. Especially since Lex Luthor is an American and he's like Russian now, too. So, you know, it's like, no, he really needs to be taken down. And they Lex is like his usual dickish Lex self. He's like he's like on the phone. He's like reading a book 
and he's like on a headset playing 12 games of chess at one time while he's reading a book. And like he beats <laughs> everybody at one time. Like he's like, oh, and he's like, number six, like you put up a really good game today, but checkmate. Like he keeps, you know, and he's just, he beats everybody. And it's like nobody even came close to like winning. And he's, and Lois is, just, he's also married to Lois Lane in this. Interesting. Which is also different, right? Um, so yeah, he's married to Lois Lane and Lois asks him like, what were you doing? And he's like, well, you know, I had to do something to pass the time while I was like reading up on quantum physics or something crazy like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's just like, uh, it's just, I was a little bored. So I just decided chess is a really big thing in this, this one for some reason. I mean, chess is like a game of s- skill and knowledge and it's like almost, an, yeah, it's like almost an infinite number of possibilities of a way a chess match can turn out. So it makes sense. But, um, so yeah, so again, Lex is not happy. So he decides to kind of test Superman like right off the bat and he he shoots a missile. He fires a missile, but he fires it at Metropolis to see basically he he like he was testing Superman to see if Superman would like save anybody else. And the crazy thing about this one is that Superman for the most part is still Superman, right? He, he, he was raised a little differently, but he still has like that, that strong moral compass of like, I need to, like, I have the power to save people. So I'm going to save people, whether they're Russian or American or what have you, like I, it's still my job to do it. So he does it. So he stops his missile from hitting Metropolis. And he like the, the, uh, daily, not the Daily Planet. Is it the Daily Planet? It's the Daily Planet. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking of the Daily <laughs> Bugle for some reason. So Spider Man. Yeah, the Daily Planet, like globe that's usually on top of the building, like falls, and he like catches. And this is the scene you usually see people show, but he like catches it, and he like saves it from crushing a kid, and he like hands the kid their balloon or whatever. Right. And he also like locks eyes with Lois Lane, and like they have like this intense moment of like, oh shit, maybe we should they're like there's something there like they feel like they're almost were meant for each other but lois is already married to lex luther so he just flies back to <laughs> to russia and he's like well there's there's nothing here so um lex also creates like again in, in his process of trying to like test superman and challenge superman he like creates um bizarro so again, they're trying to figure out like how do we combat Superman? He like got like different pieces of like his DNA and stuff, and he like creates Bizarro. He tries to just create like an exact clone of Superman, but he doesn't work, obviously. Right. And he creates like Bizarro Superman, and he sends him to like attack Superman, and Superman meets the challenge, and he likes you know they they duke it out in the middle of the streets and like cause a, a big mess, and then he takes him down. And then um, this whole time, like Joseph Stalin, who was like the leader of Russia at the time, who's, you know, an, an actual historical figure. Right. Um, he he wants Superman like he has Superman as his right hand man. Right. And he wants Superman to like take over as like the leader or the president or whatever. Once he either like steps down or dies or whatever. And Superman's like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not into the politics. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I just want to continue to like, you know, kind of live by your teachings and like do the right thing and 
politics aren't for me. I don't want to do that. And like, he'll be at like a, there'll be at like a huge like rally and Superman's like up talking with him. And then like, he'll hear like a, like a nuclear plant on fire or something. And then he's like, Oh, I gotta be right back. And he's like, he's Joseph Stalin's like, look, they'll be okay. Like they don't, He's like, no, it's it's on fire. I'll be back in like 10 to 15 minutes. Don't worry about it. And like flies and goes back and then like <laughs> comes back and he's like, oh, okay. Um, but Superman doesn't want that. But after this like fight with Bizarro, it, he he kind of realizes also um, Joseph Stalin gets poisoned. Um, and yeah, he gets poisoned. I, I don't remember. Does he die? Does he almost die? He almost dies. And then they call Superman in. And one of the guys is like, one of the guys is like, we need you, Superman, because you know Superman's at a point where like he's just listening for everything that happens. So somebody <laughs> yells him, yells like, we need you, Superman, and Superman comes flying, and the other guy's like, what do you mean we need Superman? Like he's not a doctor. Like we need to take him to a doctor, and Superman flies to like a library, like a medical library, reads a bunch of books in like lightning speed, and then flies to joseph stalin and he's like no i got it he's he's like this is happening and this is happening like he's obviously been poisoned by cyanide like this is what we need to do and they're like oh okay cool (laughs) so that's ridiculous yeah okay they're like yeah okay maybe we don't need a doctor (laughs) maybe superman's good enough and um during this time too we also find out about the kid who would the Russian kid who would become Batman. So he has a almost the exact same origin story, except there's a couple little differences. So same thing. Like there was a kid who was out with his parents and his parents were murdered and he was, he lived, but it turned out that <clears throat> the person who murdered his parents was Joseph Stalin's um, like bastard son. Um, like one he didn't claim, like it's he knows as his son, but he doesn't claim him as his son, right? He's, right. And um, that that dude's very jealous of Superman because he feels like he sees Superman as more of a son than he sees himself. And he's the one who killed this Batman, who's not Bruce Wayne. His name's not Bruce Wayne, but he's the one who killed this Batman's parents. And then the boy, like after, like he's looking at his parents on the ground, and he was while they were, you know, they're dead. And he like gives them this like crazy like glare of like, like I will kill you one day kind of glare. You know what I mean? Right. And the dude's like, who are you looking at like that kid? Like bullets kill kids too. Like get out of here. So the kid like gets up and starts to walk away. And then he shoots him in the shoulder. Like the bullet doesn't penetrate him, but he like shoots him in a way where it like grazes his shoulder. And he's like, I told you to get out of here. Like don't walk, run. And he shoots him in the shoulder. And, like, the kid runs out, and that's the kid who turns out to be Batman later. And the dude was, like, reflecting on the fact that he did this to Superman, and he's like, yeah, I did that. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of weird stuff. Does Bruce uh, Wayne ex- ex- exist in this universe? I don't know. They never, they never address it. Uh-huh. I don't think he does. There's a couple of people who do actually exist. Like, Wonder Woman is real. Like, Diana exists. Hal Jordan exists. Um, but I don't think Bruce Wayne exists, at least not that we know of. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so Joseph Stalin either dies or almost dies. So, Superman does take over. He decides, like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to lead um, 
and under Superman's lead, they like lead and influence, like they flourish, right? They like they're striving, they're good. They're his influence like spreads throughout the world and almost every other country joins him in his ways and except America, who refuses, and Lex Luthor has become president. So he's like, Yeah, I'm not there's no fucking way. But now America is like almost on the verge of collapse because everybody and everybody else is prospering under Superman's reign. But again, here's the downside. Superman, for the most part, it is peaceful. He's like he refused to invade anywhere. He refuses to take any place by force. Like people keep telling him, like, you need to just go to America and just take it. Like and he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, that's not the way I want to do things. But once the they have the he has the encounter with the Russian Batman who starts to work with Lex Luthor, he um he he's like, Yeah. So he has this encounter with, with the Russian Batman and he's just as smart and like resourceful as like the normal Batman. So he has that motivation of like, you know, my parents were murdered. He doesn't want that to happen again. But he blames he blames like the current system. He doesn't just blame like crime. He blames like the current current political system. And that's why things are the way they are. And obviously he doesn't like Superman again for like very similar reasons is like the Batman versus Superman movie of like, here's this all powerful like alien and we're letting him just run shit. And it's like, that's not right. Like right. he's not doing things the right way. Like, yeah, it <clears throat> seems peaceful. It seems cool. But like, we're clearly all under his thumb. And at any moment, like if he wants to like do something differently, he can. Um, so he tries to stop him and he comes up with a brilliant plan. He like lure lures him to like this power plant kind of, no, not a power plant. It was, it was a concentration camp, I think. And, um, he like, traps superman in like this bunker like made of kryptonite so like superman can't do anything he just can't get out but wonder woman's there too and he had wrapped wonder woman up with her own lasso of truth and she couldn't like break out of it and it she eventually does but it requires so much effort and it's a it's very painful for her to do it um so she breaks out and then she busts superman out and it seemed like he was going to win. Like, he was just going to leave Superman down there for the rest of his life. He was just like, you're just going to, I'm just going <laughs> to let you die down there, basically. Like, he's like, I'm not going to kill you, but, like, I'm just, you're just going to stay there for the rest of your life, you know? And um, Superman helps him break out. And this Batman had, as a contingency plan, he had swallowed a bomb. And it was now sitting in, like, his lower intestine. And Superman, like, saw with his x-ray vision, but... He blew up the bomb anyway, killing himself, trying to kill Superman, too. But obviously it doesn't work. But, yeah, it was just it was crazy that he just was like, yeah, I just well, it's just in case Yeah, I was just rather I'd rather die than like lose to you, basically. And after that, there were like people who tried to follow like Batman and they were called the Batman. But Superman was just like, yeah, I'm putting it into all that shit. So he started doing like kind of like what he does. Um and another alternate version of Superman, but he he starts to perform brain surgery on them, and he puts, like, a chip in their head that basically just, like, 
renders them docile and like under his control, basically. It's messed up. Yeah, super messed up. Also in the mix of this, he um, Lex Luthor meets Brainiac, and he convinces Brainiac to work with him. And Lex Luthor tells Brainiac to shrink Moscow, but he he doesn't get Moscow. Instead, he gets Stalingrad, which is basically where Superman lives, like his city, and he shrinks that. And Superman's like super pissed about it, obviously. And he like flies and well, he, he busts in the Lex Luthor place and he's like, he's like, where's Brainiac? And Lex Luthor's like, ah, you know, he's in that pretty impressive ship of his. He left like two hours ago. So good luck catching him. And like Superman catches him in like 53 seconds or something like that. (laughs) And then he like busts through Brainiac's ship and like rips his head off. And he's just like, he didn't hesitate with that one. He's just like. You don't even see it. There's just a, a panel of like him taking off. And then the next panel is like you see the ship in the background blowing up. And you see Superman in space with Brainiac's head in one of his hands. And it's just like, oh, okay. So that's that's done then. <laughs> but he like rebuilds Brainiac as like his servant. So now he has like a Brainiac. Which we've seen before in like right. different versions of Superman. He uses Brainiac as a servant or some kind of robot. So he has Not Brainiac always as a villain. A, yeah, so he has Brainiac as his servant, and um, Brainiac is the one who helps, like, put the um, chips on people's head when they, like, start to act up, and he's the one who try to who tries to, like, convince Superman, like, you need to take some of these places by force, and Superman's like, nah, like, again, like, I've been doing this. So far, it's been pretty peaceful. I don't want to enforce my influence that way. I don't want to... I don't want to do that. Uh, so we fast forward quite a bit, actually, almost like to the point where like they're like like significantly older. Like Superman has a bit of gray hair. Lex Luthor's older. He's the president. Um, Lois Lane is a lot older. Um, all that stuff, and um, we see. Let me see what 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 happens next. What happens next? Yeah, so oh, there's a there's a point too where Lex Luthor finds or some people in America find there was a Green Lantern power core that landed on Earth. They don't know where it came from. They didn't do Abensur in this one. They just had like the core, and yeah. they called Lex Luthor in and they're like, "We we tested it for everything. We have no idea what it is." And he's like, "You guys are fucking idiots. Like it's a weapon. What do you think it is? Like it's a power source for a weapon. You morons. Like <laughs> he figured it out like instantly. Yeah. It's crazy." It's like, so that's what it is. But So Lex Luthor just saw it as like, oh, this might be our ticket to beat Superman. So this is cool. This is great. So, you know, he's he's president. And he gives Hal Jordan a power ring. And he not only gives Hal Jordan a power ring, but he gives a power ring to like a whole like Air Force. So they're like the Green Lantern Corps, but they're like the Green Lantern Corps of Earth. <laughs> so like a bunch and Hal Jordan leads them basically. But they're like also a line of defense against Superman. And that's pretty awesome. Actually. Yeah. So we see Superman and um, we see Brainiac. We skip to the scene where Superman and Brainiac are in a lab. And like I said, Scott Stalingrad, which had been shrunk, they haven't been able to resize it. And it, it, one of their little like test subject like insects got out. And it made its way into that city, which to them is like a giant 
bug because they're right. small and they had to like fight it off and you see like a hologram of superman like down there and he's like superman like what the fuck like like first you shrink us we're still stuck like this and now like we it took like we lost all of this so many casualties just trying to take this thing down like where where were you at you're like you're supposed to check for this stuff like you're supposed to make sure this doesn't happen and he's like i'm sorry you know like this is the one time something um i missed something with my microscopic vision like it won't happen anymore like i'll check i used to check every day now i'll check every hour i promise yada yada and we see him come back up and then brainiac's there and he's asking brainiac like brainiac like what happened dude like you're not supposed to there's no way this city should have been like around this same stuff like it's not it's not how it's supposed to go and brainiac's like you know my bad basically my be my be yeah he's like my bad i didn't i didn't mean to do this and he's like, all right, whatever. But then he starts to explain to Superman how, how like, he's calculated how Lex Luthor is about to, like, attack them and try to take over. And um, he's, like, trying to convince Superman, like, you need to, like, you, you need to stop this before it happens. Like, it's just, and he, he gives him a statistic where he's, like, it'll cost, like, I don't know, six million lives and like six million casualties and like um like so much damage and then he's like but that number will double like every extra 30 minutes you decide to take action and superman's like like fuck i don't want to i don't want to do this like this is not how i wanted to do things and uh then lex luther just pops up at the fortress of solitude and he's like what the fuck are you doing here like how did you even well lex luther's there and he's like, oh, so this is your... Joe's up and just let myself in. Yeah, he's like, so this is your place, huh? This is what's going on? Okay, nice. cool. Yeah, and he's like... Um, he tell, he basically is just like, yeah, so we are about to attack you. That's what's that's what's going to happen. I'm just here to just kind of let you know that, like, you're about to lose to me. And Superman, they started, like, talking. And then we just see Brainiac, like, grab him with, like, the tentacle st- arms and stuff and like just start to choke him out and superman's like brainiac what are you doing and he's like look man he needs to go like i told you before he needs to go i'm telling you again right now he needs to go and he tells superman he's like look i calculated this and you were about to have a conversation with someone with a a ninth level intellect and i calculated that it would only take him 14 minutes to convince you to commit suicide it's like what the fuck jesus yeah i was like what the fuck I was like, okay. I was like, geez. And Superman was like, uh, okay. Like, okay, well, <laughs> I guess I have no choice then to go take down America now. And he's like, yep, you don't have no choice. So he tells Brainiac, he's like, you take the East, I'll take the West, and then we'll meet at the White House and we'll take it down. He's like, all right, cool. So Superman takes off. And like up until this point, we hadn't really seen Superman do anything that was like dickish. You know what I mean? Like for the most part, he was pretty tamed. He was always trying to like maintain peace and like order and kind of just be nice and caring. He didn't, he didn't care where you were from or what you believed in. Like he still saved you either way. Like it was, he was really just a classic Superman. He just had a different set of like, uh, beliefs, like political beliefs more so than anything else. Right. And this is where we kind of see him like, all right, well, I got to be the all-powerful being that I am, right? And um, so he takes off. He heads for America. And then the first level 
of defense is the Green Lantern Corps. So they send the Green Lantern Corps in. Hal Jordan is leading them, and they fly in, and they're like, they're like fighting them. And uh, Superman's just like batting through him. He's just like, what is this? Like, what do you, you guys are like flies? Like, what's <laughs> got it? I yeah, they're like, and you hear him on the way there. Hal Jordan's like, everybody maintain like Mach six level of speed, right? Which is like six times the speed of light or whatever it is, or sound, sound. And um, Superman comes in and he's like flying like six times the speed of light. And they're like, we can't keep up with this dude. Like, what do you, <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. And he's just like swatting them and stuff. And they finally trap him. And like Lex Luthor had came up with this plan of like, if all of them gang up and they create this specific box where it's like, there's like, imagine a box inside of a box inside of a box. And there needs to be an infinite number of boxes within that box. And they all need to have walls of like, a micron thick or something like that, like a certain like thickness of each box, it would make it impossible for someone to break out of it. So they all do that and they all have to maintain like this crazy level of concentration. And like this one dude starts to veer and he's like, I'm starting to lose focus. Like I'm starting to think about this show that I used to watch when I was a child and how Jordan is like, no, like refocus, like get back in the game, dude. And then Superman's just kind of like this, this doesn't it's not gonna work and he just bust out just like the other one and then he's like you see how jordan like trying to refocus to like get superman again and then just like in injustice he snatches the ring off of his finger and he's like he's like so you your best idea was to come at me with a weapon that's based off of the strength of your thoughts and you want to fight somebody who can move six times faster or ten times faster than the speed of thought? Like, wasn't a good op- good plan. Like, <laughs> that wasn't a good strategy. Like, and I was like, shit, that's wow. He can move ten times faster than the speed of someone's thoughts. Like, it's like, oh wow, okay, yeah. So he just he snatched the ring off his finger and then he flies off and then he like throws it in his he throws it up and he catches it in his mouth and just like bites it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I was like, all right, it's the ring. It's just, so it's just gone now. And they were just like, yeah, the Green Lantern Corps, it's done. So, (laughs) so then they have a squad for effort. Yeah. They can have the squad called the Wonder Women. So then you see a bunch of Amazons just flying at them and they're next. And he's like, he's like, Diana, look, he's flying at them like crazy speed. You see his eyes start to glow. And he's like, Diana, you don't want to do this. Like, just get out of the way now because they were cool in the beginning of the book. We don't know why Wonder Woman decided to switch to, like, the American side, but she did eventually. And um, he's like, look, Diana, you don't want to do this. Like, just get out of my way now. I don't want to have to hurt you. And she's like, yeah, I can't do that. And he just flies right into her and, like, laser visions her. And then he's just, again, he's just swatting Amazons. (laughs) And um, you see Wonder Woman try to fight back, and it's it's just not working. He's just like, look, you just... Just stop, Diana. Like, just cut it out before someone really gets hurt. Um, And then, so, in the process of all this, so just like Lex had created um, Bizarro, he had also created Doomsday, Parasite, Metallo, like, basically all of Superman's rogue gallery, like, Lex Luthor had created them, right? Trying to create, like, a super being of their own that could take down Superman. So the president's just like, yeah, he went through the Green Lantern Corps. They're done. 
the Wonder Women are struggling. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. Just release everything Luthor's created. All those supervillains we got locked up, let them go. Just tell them to all target him. Just hit him with everything we got. Doesn't matter. And they're like, okay. And uh, so they're like, Wonder Women, you guys can back out. You're good. You can you can be relieved. And then you see like the whole squad just come at him. And obviously, it doesn't do anything. He just takes them all out. Including Doomsday? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the doomsday we know. Like it wasn't right. it wasn't that doomsday. It was like yeah, way way weaker. And so he takes all of them out and then he 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 goes to the Pentagon or the White House, sorry. And Lois Lane is there and he and he's still trying to be nice. He's like he he flies down and he's like Lois like tell everyone to evacuate now. Like I'm about to destroy this place. And, like, I don't want anybody to get hurt. So just please tell everybody to evacuate. And this can all, no one can, no one has to get hurt, right? And she's like, no, this is my home. I'm not leaving my home. And he's like, please, like, I don't want to hurt anybody. Just go. Like, and she's like, no. She's like, um, Lex had a plan even if this happened. She's like, look in my pocket. And he's like, what are you talking about? So he uses x-ray vision to look in her pocket. And it's just an envelope with a letter in it. And he's like, like he laughs. He's like, you're going to, he's like, I'm not going to lose to a manila envelope. Like, even if it has the presidential seal on it, it's not going to beat me. And then you see a flashback and Lois is like, Lex, what are you doing? And he's like, they always say that the pen is mightier than the sword. So you see him writing and he's like, I'm going to write a letter to Superman. And in one sentence, I'm going to address all of his fears, all of his insecurities, all of his weaknesses in one sentence. And we're like, okay. So he, we, we flip back and Superman reads the letter and he just falls to his knees and he starts crying. And he's like, I never wanted it to be like this. Like, oh my God, what have I done? And I'm like, what <laughs> the hell is going on here? Like, this is a letter. So then we see what he wrote in the letter and he wrote something along the lines of like, um, you basically he referenced the fact that Brainiac shrunk that city and he was never able to regrow it, and he he just felt like he failed, I guess, and like how like this whole time he had been struggling for peace and stuff, and it just didn't work out for him, and um, yeah, so Superman just felt defeated yeah he said why don't you why don't you just put the whole world in a bottle superman question mark and superman just felt like damn like <laughs> okay um then we find out that the brainiac that he thought was his assistant was actually never under his control to begin with and brainiac was, I was just wondering like, yeah he was just like dude i'm a i'm a 12th level intellect like you thought you were really going to outmaneuver me? Like, come on, stop it. And he's like, I was just biding my time. Like, everything you've done up until this point has been me just manipulating you to make this happen. And um, twist, we find out that Lex Luthor's not dead. He's actually still in the Brainiac ship, and he's in the core of Brainiac ship just taking shit out, just wrecking shit. And Lex Luthor's like, you made a mistake, Brainiac underestimating the ingenuity of the human mind and he's like taking shit out and then like superman gets up and he like flies in and again 
he just like rips Brainiac to pieces, and then that's over. <laughs> and then, um, but we then we find out that Brainiac had rigged the ship. His ship is powered by like four or so like miniature black holes. Like that's the power source for a ship. And he had rigged it so that if he ever died, the ship self-destructs. So we see the self-destruct thing come on and Lex Luthor like, oh my God, like it's the one time we see him in this entire comic book panic. Like I can't, like he doesn't know what to do. He's for once, he's like, I, I don't know what to do, Superman. Like there's nothing we can do like this. It's going to self-destruct. I can't stop it. We can't stop it. There's nothing you can do. And Superman's like, I'll just fly it in orbit. And Lex is like, dude, even at your top speed, there's no way you can do this. This bomb will have a 50,000 mile or 15, no, 15 million mile radius. Like even you aren't fast enough to get this far enough away where it won't kill mostly everybody. And Superman's like, yeah, look, don't underestimate me, man. (laughs) So he grabs the ship and he fucking flies to like the edge of the universe or whatever. And... He like he like says and he's like he says to Lex Luthor he's like um uh good move old friend and like you see that kind of that kind of weird relationship that him and Lex kind of always have where it's like Lex is kind they kind of hate each other but like at the same time they like respect each other's like like you know intelligence and ingenuity and like right. resourcefulness and like <clears throat> you know trying to stop and um yeah, let's see. Boo, boo, boo. Yeah, 15 million mile radius. Crazy. <laughs> so, thing blows up. And then we just hear this, just this narration of like what happened afterwards. So, what happened afterwards was Lex Luthor, again, won presidency um, by a landslide. Jimmy Olsen was his vice president. Um, they, they calculated that he won 101% of the votes. And they're like, the mathematicians were never able to figure out how that happened, but it happened somehow. So he like overwhelmingly won the presidency. And then he like flipped the world, like without Superman around, like Russia and all those other places. Like basically this union he had created, like started to fail and like fall and just turn to chaos. And then like the Batman kind of came back around and it tried to like, put a halt to it which they kind of slowed it down but it still didn't fix it and then eventually lex luther like took over the world and he made just like one giant like like the global states of of america is i think what he called it or whatever so he was like the president of like the entire world insane and uh um, I feel like this comic started so tame and just got more and more ridiculous yeah, dude, as the, it went on. The, the ending is I haven't even got to the craziest part. The ending, it was very tame. And the ending just went completely off the rails to me. And it wasn't bad, but I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Like, So <laughs> he took over the world. Everybody prospered. And I'll speed this up a little bit. Everybody prospered. Like he decided there'd be a new form of government where he put all of his children in charge. Like he made like an artist, a uh, pioneer, like a musician, like all of these people, like the head of like the political, um, like uh, like the government or whatever, instead of like the traditional government, um, he figured out like how to cure like diabetes, AIDS, cancer, like all of these human diseases with like one pill, 
like the average lifespan of a man went from like a hundred years, like 400 years. Like he lived to be, yeah, he lived to be like 400, like, and like he cured cancer and all that shit at like the age of like 75. And then by like 120, he was like, he like, that's when he like basically took over the world or whatever. And, um, yeah, he lived to be like 400 and like he was on his deathbed and they asked him like, what do you feel like was your greatest accomplishment or whatever? And he's like, easy. I defeated the alien. Like that was easily my greatest accomplishment. Like, I don't even know why you would ask me that question. And, um, it turned out that him and Superman this whole time were like playing chess and he checkmated Superman with the last move. And, um, he was saying that like, it didn't seem like I had thought this far ahead 40 years ago, but I did. So like Lex Luthor had kind of figured this all out from the beginning. And, um, so yeah, this whole thing is being narrated and we find out at Lex Luthor's funeral, that twist Superman's not dead. And Superman's like, there was one mistake you made old friend. You miscalculated my density. And he's like, that bomb didn't blow. Like it didn't kill him because he was just, he's too dense of a person of a being to have been killed by it. So Superman's still alive. But he's like living on the, in the world incognito. He's just like, I, I don't want to be Superman anymore. I just want to live the world. I just want to live in this world as a normal human being. I want to see it as a normal human being. So that's what he's doing. So he's the one narrating like this in. And then he starts to talk about like all of Lex Luthor's like children and like his children's children. And like they each have different names. And as the time went on, they went from like, like um alexander luther and like joseph luther to like i don't remember all their names but like sean luth to like um you know nick luth to like um um like ashley l and then eventually it gets to jor l <laughs> yeah crazy right so jor l and this is like um, like a century later, right? So it's like real far descendants of Lex Luthor. And it gets to Jor-El. And Jor-El is like Superman credited him with being smarter than Lex, even even smarter than Lex was, which no one had accomplished his level of intelligence like any of his descendants, but he's actually smarter. And he figured out that the earth was going to come to an end because it was going to be absorbed by their red sun. Yeah. It was going to be absorbed by their red sun. And that he went, he went to try to convince the, the world scientists of this and they didn't believe him. So he came up with a plan to send his son, Cal L back in time to try to bring a ray of light to the earth back then and to prevent this from happening. So he puts him in a ship and sends him back to 1938 when he first landed in Russia. So it turned out to be like this weird time loop. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so crazy. That all happened in like the last four pages. What? (laughs) crazy right i don't even want to say other than just what (laughs) yeah so it turns out that superman the same superman that lex luther hated 
and tried to defeat that entire time turns out to actually be a descendant of Lex Luthor. It's craziness. Isn't it crazy, though? And that Krypton was actually Earth just many years into the future. And instead of sending them to another planet, they just send them back in time. Little outrageous. Yeah, and they and the, his wife told him the Jorel. She was like, he he's gonna stand out there. Like he's not gonna, you know, um, he's not gonna fit in there. Like their sun is yellow, and he's like, yeah, under their yellow sun, like he'll be stronger than anybody else there. He'll be damn near invincible. And she was like, okay. And they sent them back because again, by that time the sun was red and it was about to consume the earth. And then right after they sent them back, like everything started to fall apart and burn up. And yeah, Superman turned out to be back there. That means Superman is going to get married to Lois Lane and it's going to turn out to be his great, 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 great grandmother. Yeah. Super weird. Yeah. Yeah. The writers didn't think about that, did they? No, but it like, it wasn't like a, the change of the story. It was like the exact beginning of the regular story. Like they just, it's like a time loop. Like it's right. like everything fell into place to just loop back. Super weird. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. But yeah, the way they started breaking down, like the names, I'm like, where's this going? And then I'm like, and it was like Jor-El. And I'm like, Jor-El. The hell? I'm like, wait, a, I'm like, who's jor like I know that's a Kryptonian name, but who is he again? And I'm, and I was like their son, Kal El. I'm like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> what craziness? So yeah, Superman Red Son, good book though. I enjoyed it. Good, but yeah, it got weird at the end. Definitely got weird <laughs> at the end. So yeah, I'd say check it out if you like. But I mean, those are some of the the bigger like uh, alternate versions of Superman that are kind of like not the. Again, the crazy thing about this Superman is that, like, it wasn't like he was a dick or, like, evil. Like, yeah, he was a dictator, but he wasn't, like, just, like, about murdering people. You know what I mean? He was just kind of like, if you're truly going to stand in the way of, like, this peace, then, like, I'll correct it. But he didn't, I don't know, he didn't kill anybody, though. Like, uh, he just wasn't, like, a murderous asshole like you'd expect him to be. He was just kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to. Like I said, the whole time he never wanted to like forcefully take anything. It was just like, no, I've done it peacefully. Like I'm gonna continue to do it peacefully, only up until the end. And even at, at the end, he just bitched out anyway because he like he couldn't deal with his own like mistakes. So <clears throat> crazy. Right. So yeah, I don't know, man. We really got thorough into those stories. I know we definitely. <laughs> I originally we were gonna mention other versions but i feel like that could be a whole nother episode yeah i know it could be i mean a couple other like evil ish versions and these aren't books i've read they're just stories that i know um one is from the justice lords which if you if you want to know about this version of superman but you don't want to read the comic book you could actually go back and watch the justice league cartoon which is when i was first introduced to this version of superman but similar to to injustice superman um, this Superman became like a a dictator after Lex Luthor became president and he killed the Flash and Superman had it. So he went and he murdered Lex Luthor and then he just decided from there like he it we was like the this. yeah, it was like the floodgates open. It was his first murder and he was like 
I should have done that a long time ago. I don't know what I was thinking about. This is how things should be. And then he's like lobotomizing like yeah. all the villains and crazy things. Yeah, so anytime somebody gets in his way, he just lobotomizes them and like makes them weird and docile and just obey him. And then he runs the world with like Superman robots of him, like robots of himself. And um, yeah, so pretty messed up there. I feel like it's very similar to Ultraman too, like the Ultraman and the Justice Lords, right? Yeah, okay. pretty similar. Like the same deal. And if you want to know more about that one, there's also a movie called Earth 2. JLA Earth 2, I think. Something along those lines. I want to say it's Crisis on something. Is it? It might be Crisis on Earth 2. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. But Ultraman is just a different Earth version of Superman. He's not actually Superman. He's not Kal-El. But he's almost exactly the same. He has all the same powers except... Instead of forming a Justice League, he decided to form a crime syndicate. So it's him. There's um, what's the female? Owl Man and Owl Man instead of Batman. Uh, they have their own Green Lantern. I don't know what they call them. They have their own Flash. And I don't know what they call them. Yeah, but they have that like their own versions of each superhero. But instead of being a superhero team, they're a supervillain team, and all the supervillains on that Earth are actually heroes. So Lex Luthor, the Joker, like they're all heroes. Right. And um yeah. But yeah, he's just a pretty like, cool story actually. It is a pretty it's cool nice story. Nice to see them flip the roles and Yeah. So uh, originally we were going to kind of dive deeper into like Superman and like the mythos of him and just kind of like dive into like what makes him who he is and like his morals and his beliefs and if it's like a case of nature versus nurture. But that's going to take, like, another hour. So, maybe we should just save it for another episode. Saving it for another episode. Yeah. That'll give us more time. So, I hope you guys enjoyed our, our storytelling. So, this was kind of more of a storytelling episode than anything else. But, if you didn't want to read these comic books, now you know the story. If you still do, you should. The The great thing about comic books is... <laughs> what are you doing? It's the theme music to Superman. Oh. The, it was the perfect. Great, it was like the right, like, like it wasn't too loud. So yeah. It was a good undertone to Hilarious. like, sorry, continue. Yeah. The great thing about comic books is that even if someone breaks down the whole story to you, there's still little details that. Yeah, no, I left a lot out in both yeah, of the comics I talked about. There's still a lot of details that are very enjoyable. Little like, you know, moments between characters, whether they're funny lines or like little cool action scenes that like. We didn't happen to mention like stuff like that where it's like, wow, that was really cool. Um, so I would still encourage you if you're interested from what we told you to still go and read the books. Like, yeah, maybe you know how they end now, but the journey to get there is still very say, enjoyable. Yeah, still enjoyable and still worth worth it. So I don't know. I guess you can go ahead and wrap us up, Sean. All right. Uh, well, they can reach us at Close Calls Pod. They can do it on Gmail. They can do it on Twitter. They can do it on Facebook. They can do it on Instagram. Uh, so, you know, let us know what you think. Let us know of your favorite versions of, you know, Ultimate Supermans, whether it's a, you know, parallel universe or an Elseworld story. You know, we're always interested in hearing from you guys. Um, but yeah, until next time. Yeah. See you guys next week. Next week we're going to do, um, so we won't do the, the, the Superman episode next week. It'll probably be sometime in the near future. Next week, Spider-Man. Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man. So I'm excited about that one. And uh, 
yeah let's go let us know if you're excited let us know what you think you think it's gonna be good it's gonna be bad um i know they're re-releasing avengers endgame not re-releasing but they're releasing it with some new footage on apparently from what i've read there's i think there's some stuff that ties into spider-man far from home so we'll see but yeah until until next week guys bye, bye.